Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here are numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Cool, so we're here on a, a special edition of the Sideline Hustle podcast uh, from live from Dallas, Texas at the Nike opening. Uh, this is day one. I'm here with Matt from I Know Football who's a big time social media influencer. Uh, known for doing product reviews on, on the latest uh, football gear, football products from gloves and cleats, everything like that. So, guys? Um, glad to have Matt here. We, we met today for the first time. We became pretty friendly and figured this would be a good good way to, co- to collab. Almost um, feels like days ago already. It does, right? It's <laughs> yeah. been a long-ass day. Um, so, it's just been cool. I think there's a lot of ways we can collab. Is he being someone who's reviewing a lot of the cleats that players and coaches are looking for to outfit you know their teams with. Um, and obviously, Sideline Hustle is bringing the educational side of it that, that helps those players improve their game. So I think it'll, yeah. be, it'll be a fun relationship. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, and what you've been up to and, and how you got this far? Yeah, so uh, like Drew said from Sideline Hustle, you know, I'm Matt from I Know Football. A lot of you guys probably have seen my page, my channel, my Instagram, my YouTube. Um, but I pretty much cover off on everything that's coming out in, in terms of the football gear from helmets, cleats, gloves, uh, padding, padded apparel, shoulder pads. Socks, mouth guards, everything. Ev- everything. everything. Yeah. I try to hit the newest stuff for you guys, so uh, hopefully some of you guys have seen it. That's dope. And so how, how'd you get started with all this? T- take people through like the story. How You've been doing this seven years, you said? Seven years. That's I can't crazy. even believe it's been yeah. that long. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, so how it started, it, it, it's, it's kind of a weird story. Um, I didn't set out to be like a YouTuber or anything like that. Uh, basically, I was playing arena football, um, got recruited to play in a semi-pro league, and the leagues overlapped like, by a couple weeks. And so you can't, some players would paint their helmet, you know, like mm-hmm. back and forth where I was just like, hey, I just want two helmets, don't want to go through that. And so uh, I wanted the newest helmet, which at the time was the Rydell 360. Okay. And I did what most of you guys do, what we do, go on YouTube, search for a review, like, right. hey, I want, do I, should I get a speed or should I get a uh, 360 or should I get whatever shut had at the time? Mm-hmm. Um, there were no videos. No reviews, so I decided to buy 360, and I was like, I'll just make a review for other people who so, may want to see it. Right, and this, um, they don't have this problem. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it started taking off, like people like that video, and you kind of get addicted. You're like, oh, if you like that one, let me make another one. Yeah. And I reviewed all my gear um, because I'm a gear head. I just I buy a lot of gear. So coming it all. from someone who reviews cleats and has a million pairs of free cleats, Matt <laughs> literally bought a new pair of cleats I today at the opening. <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have uh, the Vapor Untouchable Pro Threes. I have in white and black. I have them in black. I got another pair of black today. Today, on yeah. Half Nike for free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they gave us a customized pair of Nike Vapor Elite, right, which we're getting tomorrow. We'll see the tomorrow. Tomorrow, and I still went and bought 
another bear <laughs> at full resale price. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem. Uh, but in all seriousness, I thought I, I couldn't help. Like when you were telling me the story earlier, like I just think our past, the way you came across the idea for I Know Football and the, the product reviews is similar to us yeah. with, with all like educating people about football. I was coaching at Rutgers. I left Rutgers. I didn't love the lifestyle of, you know, working 18, 20 hours a day. Yeah. And I was like, what, what am I going to do next? Like, what do I offer to the world? What I offer is I have this expertise in football, all these football connections. How do I do something with that? I started doing research. It's like, there's nowhere to find. How do I become a better receiver? How do I run better routes? There's, there's no organized place to find any of that. Right. There's no real great coaching advice online. So I was like, why don't I, we started with the podcast first, mm-hmm. which we had a bunch of former players that I coached and, and coaches that I worked with. That's awesome. That kind of started to take off. And just talking about the business. We did one episode about like preseason, one episode about preparing for the first game, dealing with crowd noise, like little stuff in the business, nuances like that. And then I started doing videos that was, you know, breaking out how to run a comeback route, how to release off press coverage and all those little nuances. And really like similarly, I was looking around, I was like, there's nothing like this out here. And I have this knowledge, why don't I share it with people? And, you know, hopefully I can down the road have the success that, that you've had seven years later. Now, you guys always ask me to do tip videos. Now, the reason why I don't do a lot of tip videos is, well, there's a couple reasons why. One is I don't have that, I'm not a coach. You know, there's a lot of things I know about DB, but I'm not a coach. So the tip videos I have done, you, you do see that I collaborate with other people where they're really the experts and they're, we're teaching you together. And so if you're watching it from the I Know Football channel, definitely check out Sideline Hustle yeah. um, so that you can get a lot of those tips. And any of you, like obviously we have been, uh, early on as far as the t-shirts, we've been very receiver heavy. And every receiver I've ever met is a gearhead. Love their oh, gloves. Yeah. I was just telling you about one of my Bosco receivers who has six pairs of the Nike Vapor cleats right. in different colorways. Right. So if you want reviews on the latest cleats, the latest gloves, Definitely go check out Matt with I Know Football, and it'll it'll help you be swagged out. But, but more importantly, from a coach's perspective, just give you the gear that's functional and will work the best on game day so you stop dropping passes. It's the functional stuff that's also the swaggiest yes. of the swaggiest swaggy gear no that there is. No doubt. So I, I, I think it'll be cool. But really, we want to just get on the podcast today and just talk about, you know, like I said, I think our origin stories are similar. So I kind of wanted to compare ourselves to maybe where I, where you were when you were a year into it, because Silent Hustle is only a year old as of this August, yeah. um, and kind of just see how you grew your channel, how you grew your, your brand, and and kind of connected to what we hope to become, and, and hopefully learn some things along the way. Yeah, and I, you know, what I'm gonna say, it it is probably gonna sound easy, but it does take a while, and you know, it was a different space, YouTube and Instagram. Well, Instagram didn't even exist seven years ago. Years ago yeah. But it was a, a totally different space, and now like there's tons of YouTubers, everyone's flocking there, making videos. But the the things I think that have allowed me to be successful are one, uh, engaging with who's watching the videos, like interacting. Yeah, right. I literally still go through every comment that is written, believe it, I do. I don't respond to them all, but I read every you read single one. Me too, yeah. And then I respond to yeah. as many as I can. Right. If you guys say, oh, I love this video, I'm like, glad you liked it. It helped me out, I'm like, thanks. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. just respond. Um, and then the other one is uh, collabing. You know, collabing with different, like we're collabing right now, yeah. just getting out there, meeting different people. Yeah. Being at the Nike opening is no you're gonna meet so many different people, different opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, just the other thing is, you know, giving content that people want. So engaging with fans, ask them, hey, what do you guys want to see? Exactly. Um, and giving the people what they want. Exactly, no doubt. And I think it's one thing too that's, that was really important what you said is like, everything is your audience, you know what I mean? So like responding to them, giving back to them, giving yeah. them what they want. And I think that's why we've taken, I think we've our engagement is so high with, with oh, Sideline yeah. Hustle and, and it resonates so deeply with people because 
there's so many people that were begging for this, begging right. for a coaching podcast, begging for coaching and playing advice, not like, hey, here's, like, everyone's putting out videos, here's how you can jump higher, here's how you can become faster, right. but it's like, all right, there's an outside leverage press corner, here's how you the win on X's the and the O's, right, like exactly. How, yep. And so I think that stuff, or like, for example, like, hey, here, we did four episodes of the podcast on how coaches get jobs. And, yeah. and in the coaching world, that's everything. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, like the minute you the, your season's over, if you're a young coach, you're looking for the next job, whether you went 13-0 and or 0-13. Right. Like, just because you're trying to always move up the ladder. It's cutthroat. And so just, just kind of uncovering that with people that have done it before. And that, that's another thing where, like, you played football at a bunch of different places. You yeah. rocked the gear yourself. So you're someone who knows it. Absolutely. You're testing it out yourself. And I think with us, like... We're not here, we don't have a bunch of reporters who just like are experts in football. These are guys right. who coached for 40 years, who played at the highest levels, who have done it themselves. And I think that the authenticity of it is, is what resonates Absolutely, yep. Um, but so talk to me a little bit about like some more of your your growth strategies. Um, yeah. So you started first on YouTube, That's is that is that where you guys started took first on YouTube. Yeah. And um, you know, that was successful because I was making YouTube videos, that's what I was. Uh, the different platforms, I had Facebook was my next one because I said, um, what happened with Facebook, a lot of you guys were requesting me, a lot of my fans were requesting me as a friend. I was like, instead of having 10,000 friends, right. let me just make a Facebook page and you can request me there. Um, but then a lot of you said, uh, hey, why aren't you on Instagram? I wanna see you on Instagram. And that's actually why I joined. And now Facebook has maybe 25,000 fans and my Instagram has 106,000, I was 107,000. Um, so you can just see that, you know, uh, in terms of growing is, we talked about making the content that you guys want to see. The next is putting them in the places that they want to see it. Right, right. And I think that's that's kind of the more technical stuff that we were just yep. talking about, like how to title your YouTube videos so people see it. Yep. And the timing of, you know, you said in the beginning you were twice a month religiously, yep. every single month releasing videos, and then it kind of built up from there, now you yeah. get contracts to fulfill, stuff like that. And in, in, in like that is kind of like, uh, we were talking about analogies too, I'm about to give another one. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. It's kind of like a TV show. So if you know your TV show is every week, um, you know, not the Netflix model, but if you know your TV show is every week, you know that, hey, I'm gonna come back and watch it, you know, next week. Right. When you don't know when that TV show is gonna be, you start to fall you, off you can't and build you don't watch routine, it, yeah. you can't build a routine, the yeah. fans can't build a routine. So that's just part of it, just having that schedule. and then letting people know what that is. Hey, mm -hmm. every Friday, you know, there's gonna be a new video drop. Yeah. And I'd say that's something that like I personally in the first year of this have struggled with the most. Yeah. Is as a it's one man show. Tough. Right. Like as a one man show, producing everything yourself, creating the content yourself and doing everything like coaching football full time. Yeah. I've struggled to be really, really consistent yeah. with every Monday, no matter what. That's when we release our podcast every Monday. But there's some weeks where I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be on Tuesday. You know, here's what I do here's what I do sometimes. Um and you guys may or may not know this, but I will sometimes on a weekend shoot like five videos, right. bang them out. I won't edit them right then because I don't have the time, but then I'll edit it and make sure that there's content there. That means if I'm getting sick, there's still content. Right. If I'm traveling that week, still like I just dropped a video this morning uh, on the UA Spotlight Lux Gloves and I was here. I've been here since early this morning. Because yeah, right. I, I shot that and edited it like mm -hmm. about a week ago. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I've been able to do with the T-Shapes is I have a bunch of content built up. Yeah. The podcast, the way we've done it is, it just takes a lot more work. Like the it podcast does. is time consuming. You know yeah, what I mean? it and is, like, absolutely. And so just, and, and I, I, I almost, maybe you can speak to this. I think in the beginning I bit off more than I could chew where I was yeah. trying to do a podcast and videos and grow it here yep. and grow it there. Well then, finally when I like, it started, the audience started to take hold, I was like, listen, all I need to do is make a dope podcast and come out with these videos. Yep. Nothing else, like I need to shut everything else down. Yes. And that's, you know what I mean? Not taking too much. That's for, that's for, any business that you have, business a lot of businesses fail, and I'll say this is kind of like a, this is a business. 
A lot of businesses fail because they try to grow too fast. Right. And so it's, you know, uh, a lot of people ask me, like, why I haven't expanded to other companies. I'm like, hey, there's still a lot of headway to make where I'm right now. Right. And I, I need to focus on that before I start doing too many too soon. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that was like, we had, an, uh, we had initial success where, you know, our podcast was ranked number seven on iTunes for two weeks in sports yeah, and recreational totally. products. Like, like, like. 18 weeks into the podcast, like not far at all, yeah. right? And we were like rank number seven. I was like, so I was like, oh, let's go now. We, we matched the podcast. Let's move on. And you know what right. I mean? And then, and then we had uh, 1.5 million impressions in a month on on Twitter from, from yeah. all, of our, all of our video content. So, I, so that, that makes you want to be like, all right, let's move on. But it's like, no, you've only been, I, I've only been making these videos for seven months. I've right. been making the podcast for a year. Yep. Like talk to me in 24 months and 36 months. And then like, We'll probably be at 50,000 exactly. followers, whatever it is. Now you have some real leverage with people. Right. But that totally. game of being patient is tough, man. It is it tough. It is, you know? Yeah. Especially when you see a landscape and you're like, wow, I'm doing something that really no one else is doing. Right. Or if they are doing it, I feel like I'm doing it better or can do it better. Right. So, like, it's hard to be patient and just be diligent, you know? Yeah. Totally. Was there a competition for you in the beginning? But there really wasn't, right? Uh, You know, in the beginning, I would say no. There wasn't competition. I think I was kind of the only one. Now there's like... Probably a lot of you guys are making your own, uh, you know, video reviews, product reviews. I may have inspired a lot of you because I get that which a lot dope, too, yeah. um, which is super dope. Yeah. And you know, in the product review space, obviously I want to be number one. I want to be known as the best reviewer out there. Right. But I do like when other people do reviews as well because that means that, you know, the whole space is growing. And when you watch a product review, you probably don't just watch one. Right, You're like exactly. let me see what this yeah, guy yeah, says. Yeah, 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 let me yeah, see what this guy yeah, says. Yeah, let me yeah. see that guy. Right. So I love it, you know, uh, to keep going. Huh. Um, you know, I'm thinking about even collaborating with a lot of them out there to yeah. see what they. But I love the different perspectives. No doubt, no doubt. And how else have you? So at what point, I guess, did you realize like, yo, this is a real thing? Like this is. It went from hey, I need to fill a need for myself. I'm just gonna review my own gear. To, yeah. Oh my goodness, this is, gonna, this, this is a business that can really start This on. is, so that is a great question because over the seven years, there's been many points where, because um, you guys know I still have a full-time job as well. So over the seven years, there has been, you know, similar stuff, you still work full-time. Yeah. Um, where I've been walking to work, uh, driving to work, where I've been like, you know what? I'm just going to shut it all down. I'm just going <laughs> to, yeah. I'm going to shut down the Instagram, <laughs> shut down the YouTube. It's so much work. I'm so tired every day. But then I get notes and letters and emails from parents, uh, coaches, players that just talk about how much I benefited them. Right. And that keeps me going. I'm like, I got it. I got to keep it. And now it's, you know, how do I keep doing that? Even though I, I love doing that and I love like my day job. Yeah. Right. Um, and then was it, was there a moment where like, was there like a video like, Hey, one went over a hundred thousand views where you're like, well, I need to take this seriously. Or, or did you kind of have the same mindset throughout? Was it, it was, um, I'll tell you, it's it's. I think it's kind of addicting. Just like if you have a lot of Instagram followers, don't let social media define you. But you know, you got kind of you got 500 followers. You're like, hey, there's a lot of people following me. Yeah, you right, right. So I kid you not, when I first started, I was like, I was watching actually. Um, I think he goes by Mr. Football now, but it used to be called UA. I forgot what it was. Something yeah, about Under Armour. Yeah, yeah. He had like 500 subs, and I used to, I was like, man, if I ever get to 500 subs, <laughs> I will have made it. <laughs> I made it. And I had 50 yeah. subs and I was like, I made it. Yeah. I was like, I got 50 people who care about what yeah. I'm saying. It's crazy. Um, and that just kept me kept me going. I was yeah. like, wow, I'm, I'm helping people. That, um, so there wasn't just like one. That's, but that's exactly what it's been for me too is, 
is even though we started off slow and it was small, it's the impact you're making. If there is 172 people listening to the podcast, yeah. when 30 of them DM you and ask you more questions about, hey, you were talking about this in the podcast, can you explain it further? I'm really interested in this. Or like specifically with the videos, the yeah. amount of notes I get from wide receivers that are like, hey, you talked about attacking his short arm versus inside leverage press to move him inside. Like, what right. do you mean by that? Explain that further. And then, hey, what drills can you, and I text them these drills and they send me videos back of, hey, coach, are these drills good? Like, do you like yeah. this? And it's like, to be able to sit on my couch at night and respond to this 17-year-old kid who lives in Kentucky and help improve his game because he didn't have a coach full-time all year right. round that can help him is like, that is the addicting thing for me where it's Absolutely. like, like I, I love coaching football because I love helping kids and making them better. And I've got my 12 receivers, you know, that are right. in my group. I started to train kids in New Jersey. Maybe that's another 30 kids. Yeah. But then you add another 100 kids that I'm helping virtually. And it's like, wow, now now everything I've, I've learned by coaching D1 football and all that, you can share with more people. Like, that's really addicting. Absolutely. And it keeps me going. You guys, there's a couple of things that he said that you guys probably glossed over, but I want to touch on because it's super important. One, he said that, you know, um, hearing the responses keeps him going. So if there's things that he's doing that I'm doing that are benefiting you, Tell me, just click a like, right. like let us know that it helps you because that helps us to stay motivated to keep yeah. doing it. The other thing is that he said, you know, when he's at home on his couch late at night responding, like that's because he works and does so many things that he, that's when he's that's responding. You, yeah, that's his extra time because he likes benefiting you guys. So again, if he's helping you, if I'm helping you. Just yeah. let us know. It's true, and that's something to be honest. Like, so let me ask you this: was that was that natural to you asking people to like things? Like to me, I haven't had those call to action moments right. where it's like, yo, share my podcast if you like right. it. Yo, tell your friend, yo, like this. Share. Like I haven't, I've just put I put out good content, hope it comes naturally. But like, yeah, like if you if you like this, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like like it, tell people about it. Like that's just helping it's, us grow. And, and that's because, I, I think that's because, it's similar to how I feel, it's because you're not doing it for yourself. Right. You're doing it for other people. Right. And when I first started doing videos, probably for the first year, my videos were actually just about the product. I was like, this is not about me. I don't want to be yeah, in it. It's yeah. just going to be about the product. People were like, who are you? We want to see your face. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, here's the product and my face. Yeah. Um, but then as I saw other YouTube videos and I've talked to and I've learned the strategy of YouTube, people asking people to follow is helpful because it's just not top of mind for them. Yeah. If no one wants to follow, you asking them is not gonna what not gonna make them do it. Yeah, right. It's so only the people that want to follow are gonna be like, you know what? I do like this, I should follow. Yeah. I do like it, I should like. Yeah. So yeah, it for a while it's funny, but it's, it's interesting fun. though what you said, um, talking about like how people wanted to see your face and yeah. I remember when I started the podcast, I started with Ralph Region, who was the head coach of Maryland for, you know, ten years, won a national championship, like coaching the Super Bowl, like Hall of Fame coach, right? Yeah. And then Coach uh, Leonte Crew plays in the NFL. Gary Nova and Mike Teal were the two best quarterbacks in Rutgers history. Like, these guys would really accomplish more than me in the football space. Yeah. And I remember, so I would like never. I always was just the guy narrating the story and then letting them be the face of it, right? Yeah. And then I remember I read this review on iTunes of the podcast. It was like great podcast. I came for Gary and Leonte, but I stayed for for Drew and the awesome production of the podcast. Like I yeah. want more of that. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like maybe they're right. Like, yeah, I should, you know what I mean? Like, like right. this is my podcast. Like, I should like make it my podcast right. more. Exactly. And and so now I've started to even do like the teach shapes was never my voice um, breaking down football. It was just like video editing. I put type on it, like yeah. you know, stuff like that. And make, but it was never really my face. And now I've started to do these selfie videos where I might do a a three minute teach shape on on you know how to beat press coverage, but then it's me talking and analyzing it further from a coach's perspective in right. my face, and people have started to love that. Oh so. yeah. Because it gives you, it's someone, your face is someone that people can identify right. with. And they're like, okay, you know, I, I hear the voice, I see the work, but this is the person, this is the person. who I'm developing 
a relationship with, you know, and I'm not like a relationship like that, but you but, know, like yeah. a, a friendship, yeah. a coaching, any type of relationship you're having is with a, a person, yeah. not just a person. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's something even to like this opening, getting invited to the opening for Sideline Hustle has been probably the biggest, like it, biggest event like that that we've had yeah. that, where it's like yo Nike invited you to event it's so dope yo, it's, it's so, so dope yeah. like it really is but like yeah. so like and that's what it's been the, the fact that I've made myself more available to my fans they're way happier they're like yo congratulations because yeah. like they've been there they saw it when it was 11, 111 followers which was a right. number a weird number I was stuck on for like Three months, right? On Instagram, like 111 followers for the longest time. Probably because more people were joining. Yeah, so right, maybe, exactly. Like, but then, yeah. then it went from like 111, and I think I told you, like, the last three months it's gone from like 200 to like a 1200. So right, it's been awesome. Like, yeah. But I think even just making myself more out there, more available. Now people are so like grateful and happy for us that we're growing. We have this opportunity. Yeah. And the people who saw it from day one, they were like, you know, we knew this was good back then. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but if you knew that, you should have been sharing and liking. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's been cool. It's just cool. The journey, man, is, is cool, bro. It, it really yeah. is. Especially when it's, like you said, I, I think uh, people don't really understand how much time it takes. But, like, right. when you when you work a 12-hour day or you're or I'm <laughs> sitting there coaching a kid, game planning, like, working football full-time, that's like, man, I got a podcast or I got I got to right. get a video out tomorrow. Like, it's, it's a grind, bro. Oh, yeah. Lots of Red Bull. Shots Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually bad funny. Product it's, plug. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, for those my fans who don't know Matt used to work for Red Bull. Yeah. Used to be the uh, marketing marketing manager. Yeah, well, I was uh, started as a brand manager, yeah. uh, senior brand manager, marketing director there. So yeah. So yeah, t- tell me a little bit more about about your background, um, like what what you're hoping to do with I know football and your own career. Yeah. So I, you know, I love I do marketing for a living. Right now, I'm marketing director for Wells Enterprise. We make Blue Bunny ice cream. So if mm. you've ever had that, we make Bomb Pop. We make Chili Cow, which is new for us this year. Another product plug I guess um, but I love uh, marketing so I'm helping them build out a field marketing organization um, and that's kind of my my true love and passion um, my also true love and passion is helping people and in this in the YouTube channel just happens to be in the form of football mm. and that's what kind of keeps me going so what's new for I know football it's uh, still providing great content and changing that content as my fans needs change as well right um, so I'm gonna keep on that part of it maybe bring a couple people on to help me share more content with you guys um but that's those are the next steps in the next year or so yeah that's cool that's cool for us man it's just like like i told you like i, I had all these ideas of how we could grow and i just really think it's about keeping our head down and being diligent yeah. you know like like just just we've we've started to build so we became profitable uh, two months ago when I started using it as when I moved to New Jersey yeah, and then I realized I was like wow all these videos are the greatest marketing tool ever for a personal training business yeah. to train receivers now, yep. and now I have a ton of receivers in New Jersey that want to train and that's like how I'm paying my bills right now plus, awesome. plus coaching at Boston which is a bit and I fell into that accidentally because yeah. I was like when I first did this, I was like, oh, I'm getting out of football. I'm not coaching anymore because I right. think the lifestyle is too grueling. Yeah. So this is what's going to replace it. So I don't even want to train kids. Like I want to step away. And right. Take away. <laughs> but then I was like, well, I need to pay the bill somehow. And I told you I had a, a $70,000 job offer in the city yeah. and turned it down because I was like, I can't coach at Bosco, run Sideline Hustle, and work a full-time job. So I got to pick two of the three. Right. Sideline Hustle definitely wasn't going anywhere. And like Bosco really was never, I never thought about not taking that job. So I was like, all right, I get I can't, I can't take this money, right. but now it's like I better hustle to to get to, to earn a living, and it's yes. been through training, and I think for us it's just building the training clientele 
So that we're like, we I have a kid, I train this kid, Juwan Winfrey, who's going to be a starting receiver at Colorado this year. Yeah. Projected to be like a second or third round draft pick. So if that happens and then I get to train him, like that's not only marketing wise is big for us, but also yeah. like having that first big client helping Juwan, who's oh, going to yeah. be in a, a major, you know, NFL player. I think that'll be huge and building that part of it. And then I think the content will just continue to grow. And a lot of that started from making the podcast. Right. Exactly. And, and I tell a lot of my friends, you know, a lot of people do things to make money and that's fine if that's your goal, but I see a lot of people successful because they're doing things because they, they have a passion about yes. it and they don't do it to just get a paycheck. Exactly. And if you do what you love and you do follow your passion, the money will come. Exactly. Right. It's been interesting to me too because I was like amongst my friends, like I'm 27 years old and amongst my friends, I was like at first the kid who like made it because I was 23 years old coaching on TV at Rutgers. Yeah. But what they didn't know is I was making $12,000 a year sleeping under my desk. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean I made it? But like to them, it's like, right. you know, it's the coolest thing to put on Instagram is the fact that you're on TV. Right. right. And then at 26, I'm the youngest coach in the Big Ten or 25. And I just left. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. And then, so then it was like, my friends were kind of like, yo, are you good? Like, what's yeah. like, my, like you know what I mean? Like, what's, like, what's up? Yeah. And then I've been the broke dude sleeping on people's couches the last two years. Yeah. And I've, it, but it's been, it's been a cool perspective for me to be able to sit back and look at my friends and be like, all right, like, you've made money. Like, a lot of them are happy, but it's like, you can, they're still envious of me, even though I'm sleeping on couches Isn't and don't crazy? have money. Isn't right. Because they're like, yo, all you do is just do what you love. You don't right. ever like chase. And I'm like, yo, I, I've never had money. Right. So like, why? Like, I don't. I, I, I'm fine with being broke. I've never right. had a lifestyle where I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm living that sixty thousand dollar lifestyle and now. I can't let it go. It's like I've been living the twelve thousand dollar lifestyle for exactly. a long time. So it's like I, I don't know how to do anything but follow my heart. And it's so interesting that people who have a solid living are envious of that, but can't step away from from the right. security. And uh, I love giving tips. So I'm gonna give another tip, which is remember where you came from. And mm. I say that because. You know, you start doing your passion, you're grinding. Eventually, you're going to start probably making money. Don't let that change who you right. are and where you came from right. or how you spend so that you don't want to become, we were just talking about earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to ever become reliant on that where you, yes. now you're reliant on a paycheck. You never want to get to that point. Yeah. I think that's what's cool about being able to, there's so many platforms how to build a personal brand where it's like, yes. if you can give back to an audience and they're loyal to you, like you don't, you don't really ever have to worry. It was just crazy about 2018. Right. Like, right. like you don't have to be a celebrity or a millionaire. Like, yo, you could just be a normal dude who right. reviews products. Yes. And now you have a loyal fan base where like, if you're, if you think about if you were actually like screwed, something happened, right. you'd be like, yo, people, like I need help. And like, yeah. you have a, you have a hundred, hundreds of thousand people who like are willing to help right. you. And, and it's just crazy how, how technology allows you to bring For people sure. closer that way. And anytime I have a, a charity, um, I always reach out to my fans and I'm like, hey, like, Donate. Usually I raffle off something, but I'm like, donate a dollar, donate five dollars, and you guys always come through. That's dope. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I think that's something that that you guys, Sideline Hustle fans, can kind of look out for. Is is uh, I want to do a lot more of those fan engagement type things. Yeah. Because I think the other thing that I don't know if the fans know this or not, I think it's a good opportunity to tell them is that like I've like when I was I was working in Connecticut, getting my master's degree, coaching football and like starting Sideline Hustle all at the same time. So like this is the first time now where like I finished my master's degree, I'm settled in New Jersey. Yeah. I don't have, like I'm, like Don Bosco coaching isn't nearly as full time because I have the oh, days free. Shit. Like now, about to take that's off. what I'm saying. <laughs> now it's like, all right, I can sit down and do these fan engagement like activities and yeah. stuff where it was like, before I was like, yo, I'm struggling just to get this podcast out on Monday. Like I hope right. I can get three videos in the podcast out this week. Oh, now yeah. it's like we have a schedule, we have some consistency and I think, It'll, it'll really be cool for the fans who want more of Silent Hustle to, to let it take off that yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. But it's amazing how like all those other life factors planned all this and, oh, and yeah. it's hard to, to get across, you know? Yep. 
Uh, that was dope, man. I appreciate you coming on. It's been, it's been great meeting you. Oh, man, definitely. And I know only the sky's the limit for you. Yeah, You're I appreciate keep it. Growing. You, you, you as well. Growing. So, yeah. yeah, I might have to take a trip out to the East Coast. There's no doubt. Uh, go visit my guy, Drew, see what, what else we can do. There's no doubt. So, definitely uh, uh, go follow I Know Football on Instagram. Check out his YouTube page. And uh, he will definitely, Matt will definitely be in the fold going forward. I think we're definitely going to do some cool collaborations together. Yes, Probably sir. A podcast once a month or something like that. So you'll, you'll be hearing more from Matt. But and I can't wait to learn because I want to still be a better football player. No so doubt. I can't wait. We'll, we'll be here to educate. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate it. All right. No doubt. Reach. Brother, let me get this thing straight Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape I just went and put another beat inside a pine box I just went and took another trip way out to Biscayne I love Miami cause they always treat me so well They used to see me nowhere I used to pull them by saying I run for the team Now they running their hands through my head They used to never want to see my town I got them coming to the east side now In the city where I reside now When they move a little weight, let the D-line Now, running track or running back Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop.